Chapter 44 I Remember You Now, Remy! yells Sia. Now! echoes Sammy. The moon is a yellow light teetering on green. The world is chomping at the bit. Remy, now! This is all happening too fast. I step backward. My grief is not an exhibit. My last goodbye is not to be some insufferable slam poem. My life is not drama fodder. I will not be rushed. This moment is no one's to dictate. It belongs only to me and Miri. There is nothing more private. My statement is firm. No. Not for some desperate heaven cracking its gate and telling me to hurry. Not for my sister. Not for my friends. Not for gods or thunder or the end of the world. I will rush my last breaths for nothing. I will abridge my final heartbeat for no one at all. This is not for them. It has nothing to do with them. I take another step back. Remy! Sia moves toward me. Yolandi as well. The moon begins to crack. The memory of my wife. This shape slowly falling apart in my arms. It has become me, all that I am. I am a soul fully given away. I am Miri's arms wrapped around me, her voice. I love you, Remy. Warm inside my ear before bed. I am her laughter, the fingers touching her keyboard each evening. I am the confusion of a little girl worshipped the small hand to hold a moon all hers. I am the tired body asleep against me on the couch, my favorite reason to not move. I am Miri's humming in the shower, its happy vibration through a quiet house. I am perfect lips that forget their words, sad eyes that watch nothing. I am a heart too full, a brokenness beyond repair, I am a first love, I'm an ending. I am a life complete. Sia puts her hands on Miri. She's pulling. Remy, please! She pulls harder. Yolandi joins. She knows what Sia has seen. She knows what's at stake. My pulse is extinguished, can't move blood enough to fight. Remy, please! Sia grips Miri's third wrist. Yolandi, her hips pulling. I lean back and let go. The tension tears Miri's skin, disjoints bone, and shreds muscle away. Our tug of war is a split decision. There is nothing holding me, and I fall. From the floor, I look past my sister's terrified face, beyond the plucked arm clutched in her hands, over the altar, and through the temple roof. Sia drops Miri's arm and follows me there. Yolandi as well. All eyes up, we watch as the moon is ripped apart. Fault line like a quick sketch up the middle and two halves divide. The moon is broken and we are too late. Erasing the sight from us, clouds close in again and retake the sky. The temple turns dark. Rain floods in from above. The roof plays frame to failure and the art is perfect tragedy. My heart stops, a closing turn of the wheel, slow clicks, 
Arms around Miri, hands on her back, I touch there and nothing is divine. The goddess is gone. The curse has been lifted. She is just a girl. By dying embrace, I hold everything human in my wife. Flaws, frailty, a strength beyond mine, and these things hold me in return. Mortality as a final comfort. We all leave. We are songs with the last note held, trailing silently off into the echo of everything that has happened, everything we have been. And we, Miri and me, have been so much. First line to last, we have filled them with the full measure of one another. In the wet sand beside us, I sign our proper names to this life we've written together. I remember you, R-A-R. The last letter stays absent, and I close my eyes. Miri and I exit the traffic of time, curving off, bending the corner slowly, we take our own way. Veil drops, filter lowers, windows down to a midday moon hung brightly in the sun blue ever after, warm air whipping, and a song on Miri's lips, peaceful and pretty, she hums along to our ending. But that's just the beginning.